3: and
0: As the church, man, we should be on the forefront yes. of making disciples, of indoctrination, and godly things.
1: If we don't train our kids, they will not be able to stand. Uh oh. Uh oh.
0: Erin Addisons
1: on American Family Radio. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Miki, and I'm Will, and Sherry B and J Mac are on tap to help us navigate the show today's topic: the church in the world, the church in the world. Um, there's so much information that we could, um, be discussing and believe me, uh, I have to admit that in looking at what is going on in Ukraine, we've been consuming a lot of information, um, watching this closely and, um, paying, paying special attention to the people and not just the big picture stories, but what has really grabbed us has been, um, these personal accounts and sort of these, um, these windows into, um, I I would say what you could only describe as a resilient and strong people. Like yeah. I I just I don't know any other way to say it. Um I've I've been a little bit kind of like overwhelmed like wow, I just just trying to conceptualize um you know the type of people that the Ukrainian people are. Yeah. And so anyways, yeah. uh I'm saying all of that to say there's a lot that we could talk about. And some of that we will get into, but really what is uh, kind of burdening my heart uh, today is the church and the world mm. and how the ministry and the purpose of the church uh, sometimes, sometimes I feel like shines brighter, mm-hmm. brighter uh, in situations like what we're looking at now. Um, and so I want to talk about that. And I, I just want to recalibrate us. That's that's one of the things that I, I really feel strongly about making sure that we as Christians understand that we are Christians planted wherever the Lord has chosen to plant us. That's right. And so our first identity, therefore, is that we are Christians. Amen. That's number one.
0: Number one. Amen.
1: And in fact, I've got a story that I want to share with you about what's going on right now uh, in in light of uh, Russian forces invading Ukraine and the, the suffering and um, the pain and some of the things that are being reported and some of the things that are being underreported. But I want to share with you what I think becomes a necessary picture of the church. Uh, So that's the current event story. And then, you know, as we do, we kind of tie it in we look back at the scriptures and we say, man, do we have a point of reference for this? Do we have a way to recalibrate our thinking in line with the word of God. And because God is faithful, the Mm. answer is yes. The Mm. answer is always yes. Always yes. Yes. Always yes. I am, I am so comforted by the reliability of the scriptures. I mean, do you understand how hopeless it would be for us if we could not in real time, looking at the situations that we are facing that are happening around us, if we could not return to the confident hope of the scriptures, how hopeless Mm. Would it be for us? Mm. Um, thank God that he's not left us to ourselves. Amen. Um, so when I get to that, when to look at that today, the church in the world and have a conversation around that. Uh, but before we do that, we want to let you know about some things that are going on.
0: Yeah, you can still register for the Marriage Family Life Conference. Uh, if you haven't, I would encourage you to do so. Uh, MarriageFamilyLife.net, MarriageFamilyLife.net. That will be taking place July 7th to the night. Here in Tupelo, uh, Mississippi, the Bancorp South Arena it's gonna be a, a great time. You can go to marriagefamilylife.net. You can see the speakers. Um, you, you can check out soon. You'll be able to check out the, the schedule. But we also have some hotel information and things uh, to that uh, of that nature for you to go and make sure that you're all taken care of. So go to marriagefamilylife.net. But also we are right now taking listener uh, stories. We are gathering gathering stories now to play during our spring chariton. And we'd like to hear from you. Yeah. You know, those things are always so encouraging, you know, my faves, man, it's so encouraging. So has the Lord used American Family Radio in your life? And uh, have we been there or given the right thought at just the right time? Please share your story. And again, personally, for me, these things are very, very encouraging because a lot of times you don't really know unless you get an email or things like that. You don't really know, you know, what people are thinking or maybe some of the Mm -hmm. comments and you get to hear them live, you know, not live, but recorded. But you get mm-hmm. to hear them on the radio, and so that that's usually my first time hearing them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it's it's, it's like, very encouraging. Whoa, yeah. It's
1: very very encouraging. Um, yeah. Our incredible production team takes all of the calls that come in and they edit them, them sound in pretty. incredible ways. So <laughs> if you if you if you start recording um, your testimony, you know, you start recording um, your comments, and then the girl peeks her head out of the window and she's like, can I help you? And you got to place your order. Like, you know, if you know, right. or you got to pick it up or whatever, they can take all of that out. Yeah. So, so they do amazing work. They amazing. can take out all of the us and the ums and yeah. then help you get to the point, which would be great to have just like a producer, follow me around and just help <laughs> me get to the point. Man. Um, but anyway, but yeah. so we would love to hear from you to know that this program mm-hmm. and others across the network yes. have been a blessing to you.
0: Yeah. So you can share uh, for a minute or two, uh, you might hear yourself during the marathon, which would be Yay. pretty cool. Our listener storyline is eight seven seven eight seven six eight eight nine three. That's eight seven seven eight seven six eight eight nine three. And remember, uh, it's not a live uh, thing. You yeah. call and leave a message like a voicemail, and we will take it from there and make it sound pretty. And it would just really be an encouragement during our marathon.
1: Yes, that's wonderful. Okay, let's let's get into some content for today. Mm-hmm. Um again, we're looking at the church in the world, the church in the world. Guys, I I just don't foresee myself having um a different note. Okay, like I just don't yeah. see myself having a different note. I think every time we're looking at headlines and we're looking at what's going on in the world, um our first question is um, to kind of recalibrate and go back to the scriptures. Do we have anything in the word of God to help us navigate where we are? How do we pray rightly? And 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 by the way, that's one of the questions I was asking Will the Great uh, this weekend. You know, how how do we pray? How do we pray most effectively? And one of the things, one of the conclusions that we came to in talking about this was that first and foremost, we need to pray for the Lord to glorify himself. Mm-hmm. We need to pray for the Lord's will to be done. We need to pray Um, for the the gospel to advance Mm -hmm. um, that out of this tragedy, as it's still unfolding, as these things are still happening right now in real time. And um, unfortunately, you know, um, now it seems like things are picking up with surrounding countries. um, But to me, it seems like it's taken too long for people. And it's
0: amazing what uh, Ukrainians are, are being, are able to do you know, as they have band together to fight against this invasion. You know, they're like, whereas the Russians thought it seems that they were going to come in and just ransack them and just be, you know, it'd be over with. It hasn't played out like that. As a matter of fact, you know, the resistance has been strong and Mm -hmm. people have been fighting. You even have the, the president of Ukraine out there and he's you know uh, chiming in on social media mind is blown it's amazing it's amazing and when i think about uh, because we had in a meeting we were talking about how there are a lot of evangelical christians in ukraine you Mm -hmm. know and and missionaries Mm -hmm. yep and so the thing is you know the scripture tells us about uh bearing one another's burdens in galatians chapter uh, 6 verse 2 and so fulfill the law of christ and so I think when I think of this, I, I think of how would we want someone to pray for us yes. if the situation was flipped around? Yes. You know, and I think yes. as the brothers and sisters in Christ, you know, we should pray in that way, you know, that um, we will bear their burdens and, and and pray according to God's word. And like you say, that the gospel will advance and things Amen. like that. But also I, I'm just reminded of so many instances where I've heard of people praying in other parts of the country mm-hmm. and then God doing something miraculous. Yes. In the area where it was needed, you know?
1: Absolutely. And
0: man, why not? You know, why, why not? not?
1: Why not? I mean, that's look, I will say this and I know that for some people, if you don't like if, okay. <clears throat> so if you don't know God, it might be very difficult for you to pray for his protection. Hmm. If you don't know him, if yeah. if you're not acquainted with his ways, right. Um, If, if you don't, if, if you're not familiar with the security that we have in him, it might be very difficult for you to, to ask him to come to your aid. Mm -hmm. But I got to tell you, you know, my prayer, I think of my brothers and sisters who are suffering right now. And we're going to look at a story here um, again. Well, anyway, I I think, man, my prayer is Lord come to their aid. God come to their rescue. Lord consider where they are and what they are suffering, what they're experiencing right now and come to their rescue, come to their aid. And we've mentioned before we're not only talking about the church in Ukraine, but we also need mm. to be talking about the church in Russia. in Russia. Yeah. We're we're talking about the body of Amen. Christ in Russia and I've got this story here. Um and I I want to read this. This is actually more of a public service announcement. It's one of those um here is what we're doing type things, but um looking at Ukraine and Russia, mm. you've got local churches that are getting involved in what is being called a brave effort And entering into the war zone. Mm. All right. Now, again, this is not going to make a lot of the mainstream like sort of, you know, because that's not where they focus. Right. That's not what they're looking at. They really would like to see um, a lot of the human effort, which has been remarkable to observe. Right. Like Mm. it's been remarkable to observe the human effort. But I think it's also important for us to observe what god is doing what the spirit of god is doing through the church he left us here to be salt and light we're supposed to be occupying and making gains and so then what does that look like um, during a conflict a conflict like this during a war like this what does that look like and so this story out of uh loves park illinois um unstoppable local Mm. churches in ukraine and russia Local churches in Ukraine and Russia are launching a large scale humanitarian outreach across Ukraine as war erupts around them and many suffer. Supported by US based Slavic Gospel Association, the church driven emergency response will provide food, winter clothes, blankets, and medicines for thousands of at risk people, including orphans and abandoned children with special needs. Mm the elderly, Mm. those uprooted by the conflict and marginalized ethnic groups. I'm going to continue on, but let me just say something here just for a moment. (laughs) I did not stop to think about the orphans. Mm. I did not stop to think about those kids who have already at one time been either abandoned intentionally or through loss, right? And people are fleeing and there are people who are getting out of Ukraine, we know that women and children are getting out. But you think about these children who just the sheer number of them, right? How do you uproot an entire orphanage? How do you how do you get all of these kids out of Ukraine? Well, this ministry is reaching out to these kids. And, and I'm going to continue on here because I just think of the things that um, we could be praying for. Yeah. Right. The things that we could be praying about. All right. So here we go. Um, the vice president. Of the Slavic Gospel Association, a man by the name of Eric Mock said this, quote, while others are fleeing, local churches are engaging. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) They're bravely, (laughs) save your commentary, Miki. They're bravely rushing to help those who are in need right now. They're unstoppable Mm -hmm. in the face of this crisis. They're unstoppable in the face of this crisis, end quote. Local believers are also visiting orphanages and children's homes reassuring frightened and forgotten children frightened and forgotten children and sharing God's love with them. These children are already full of brokenness. Mock said, now they're full of fear. Mm. So the question is, so then what, what is the church's role? Well, if you look at what James said, James chapter one, verse 27, that the widows and the orphans, like this was a part of our religion. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this Come is this, this is like yeah. a real time example of yeah. like, hey, you want to be religious? You want to be religious? Mm. Care about them in their distress. Mm. Care about them in their distress. Those who don't necessarily have anyone who thinks of them first. Yeah. What is Christ saying? Christ is saying to his bride, you think of them first. You. Mm. That's you. You're the first person. So those that the world, they say, well, it's, you know, people look, look to their families and everything. But, you know, the Lord tells us not to look only to our own interests, but also to the interests of others. That's right. So here we go. And then you have James tells us in uh, chapter one, verse 27, that our religion really is caring about the widow and the uh, the orphan mm-hmm. in their distress. This is what the Lord. And, and by the way, keep yourself unstained by the world. So 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 don't take on what mm. they are. Amen. Right. Amen. When we get back, I want to pick up with this and then I want to go to the scriptures and look at the history of the church in the midst of calamity and in the midst of what seems like what good can come out of this. The Lord shows that he advances the church through that calamity. Aaron the Addison's American Family Radio. We'll take a break and we'll be right back.
4: I have decided i
1: amen Amen. oh man that's one of my faves (laughs) right there I hate to interrupt him Um, anyway let me just say something if you are a Christian if you have accepted the sacrifice um, of Jesus Christ and uh, you have repented of your sin and you have allowed for um, the sufficiency of what Christ did to be applied to your debt it's a debt that you owe God Hmm. um If you have done that, you're a Christian. You're in the family of God. You're a member of the church, also known as the bride of Christ. And we are a part of an incredible heritage of people. Mm. Can I just say? So, (laughs) the enemy, especially, you know, of late here, the enemy has tried to, like, kind of rob us of that joy of being a part of the body of Christ. Like so many people want to distance themselves. You have even Christian organizations taking Christian out of their title. Yeah. Like as if, like as if, you know, I mean, right. <laughs> like <laughs> just use the letter, like just don't say it, you know? Um. Anyway, so you, so you have organizations doing this and, and because they feel like it's sort of, that's like, that's a little, it's charged, you know, and we don't right. really know how to define it, but really it's the enemy um, that has sort of led in the charge of like, you know, be ashamed to be a follower of Christ or be ashamed to be a member of the church. Mm. And man, what shame is there when Jesus Christ has set us free? Like you have confessed your sin, Amen. right? The shame is in the sin that remains, right? <laughs> but you have confessed your sin and the Lord Jesus has washed that away. So now there is joy in the Lord. There is joy in the Holy spirit. And you add to that the fact, the fact OK, that we have a legacy of doing what those who do not have the spirit of God would never be caught doing. That's right. That's a part of our legacy. That's a part of our heritage. Right. Yeah. We are known for going into tough situations. We are known for loving the unlovable. We are known for forgiving <laughs> those who do Don't ever think that they will be forgiven. Like Mm -hmm. we are known for doing that. That is a part of our heritage. That is a part of our legacy of what it is to be a Christian. We are followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. So we are following after, after the one who said, forgive them for they know not what they do. Mm. Forgive them, Lord, Lord God, forgive them. Oh, father, forgive them, forgive them for they know not what they do. And so when you think about this, like it's, it's amazing. Like, and, and it's the, 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 you know, It's such big steps like to follow. Right. Like, like, you know, when you think about what it is that we are tasked with doing.
4: Yeah.
1: um, The little the little bracelets really can't capture it. You know, the what would Jesus do? Like it it really can't capture. But truly, we spend our lifetime um, imitating Christ. Mm. We spend our lifetime trying to um, live a life worthy of the calling that we have received and the Lord has worked powerfully through the church and man. the Lord is doing that right now.
0: When you think about the history of the, of the church, you know, when you think about all these different ways, yes. the church has been on the forefront of providing aid, you know, Come sharing on. the gospel. I think about yeah. hospitals. I'm thinking about mm-hmm. orphanages. That was all you us. Know, all us. Yeah. I know. <laughs> to not
1: like the truth. Shout out. That was all us. But man, that man, was it's us. amazing. So this is, yeah.
0: this is who we are, you know, that's right. And I think, you know, the things we're talking about now, the, the the Christian ministries that are rising up and providing aid and doing all these things, man, that's in line with what's in our DNA. You Come know, on. this is what, how God has created us to be as believers, you know, that our heart has been changed and that we do bear the burdens of others. You know,
1: that's right. This that's right. Awesome. We feel it in a different way and we go in to do things um, differently. Yeah. And this story, I get, get back to this article here and talking about, um, this uh, Slavic Gospel Association,
4: mm-hmm.
1: and talk about the ministry that's happening in Ukraine and russia,
4: mm. okay
1: and 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 I want to highlight this because I think this is so important. This is what I was talking about when we when we started to kind of dive into uh, critical race theory and expose expose it, basically. Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, yeah, that yeah. was what it, we just exposed it. yeah, one of the things that we said was that this man-made philosophy is trying to take its problems where they refuse to apply the word of God and then send it back into the church as our problem, but say, we can't apply the word of God. Like, so tie, (laughs) tie our hands, right? Right. If the hands would be representative of the strength, then tie our hands so you can't, uh, you can't apply the word of God to the situation. So in looking at this today, now this would be kind of mind boggling to people who would look at this only from like a secular perspective um to see hands um, joined from Ukraine and Russia, <laughs> united by the fact that our first identity is that we're Christians. Amen. We're Christians. Okay, so here we go. Over decades, the Slavic Gospel Association has built strong partnerships with evangelical pastors and churches in both Ukraine and Russia. And this organization calls them a ready- made force in emergencies. <laughs> They're a ready made force. They're ready to go. Okay. Partnering with a network of more than 2,300 Ukrainian and Russian pastors, including 40 plus churches in eastern Ukraine where the fighting is most intense, this Illinois based organization expects to ac- exceed 175,000 meals already provided monthly, and the need is growing.
4: Mm.
1: Now, here is something that I found fascinating about this. Back to this article. There are Russian pastors in Ukraine and Ukrainian pastors in Russia. It's impossible to separate them. Mm. Many families are interconnected and pastors on both sides of the border talk to each other constantly. This last quote here from the Slavic Gospel Association's president, Michael Johnson, I think hits it out of the park. And this is what he said. There's great unity in a strong bond between the Russian and Ukrainian pastors and their churches, it's a picture of God's perfect kingdom versus man's broken one.
4: Mm.
0: (laughs)
1: Listen, yep. what God has done in the body of his son is something that we cannot make too much about. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like we can't, we cannot make too big a deal of this. And so, in the midst of all of this suffering and the midst of um, all of the pain, right, is something that is difficult for us to conceptualize. We're watching it, and we want to empathize. Um, but man, it's it's unless you're in a situation like this, it's it's kind of difficult. So that's why we draw upon our empathy. But I was thinking about the history of the church mm-hmm. and I was thinking about the founding of the church and so I was thinking in um in the in the beginning of the church um what kind of laid the foundation f- uh, for the church so acts chapter 2 verse 42 so here you have the church they're devoting themselves to doctrine mm-hmm. Um, they're fellowshipping together. So they're eating together. So yeah. that, that si- That signals to us. And that's important. Right. So why is that detail important? Because they're not just getting together because, you know, just Christian. And so just teach. Right. And then go home. Right. No, they're actually living life together. They're, they're eating building.
0: together. They're building.
1: They're building they're community.
0: Building, yeah. Relationships yes. are being built.
1: It's, Absolutely. Yeah. You're, you're getting to know that person who has claimed Christ Amen. as his or her savior. Right. They're remembering the Lord's Supper through communion. They, they are, they are um, remembering the Lord's suffering, his body that was broken for them. They're remembering that and they're devoting themselves to prayer. Mm. And so how does this become like the picture of like the foundation for the church, right? So the church exists so that we as believers would be equipped for the work of ministry so that from the church we could go out Right. And be the hands and feet of Jesus so that we could be salt and light in a culture that is desperate. And that is um, and dying. Right. They are, as you said, Will the Great, they are the walking dead. Yeah. I mean, that's what they are. They don't know they're dead. It's like flashback to the sixth sense. You know what I mean? (laughs) They're walking around. They don't know they're dead. That's it. And so it's our our job is to first bring them the bad news. That's the we, we have to bring the bad news. We have to say, hey, you don't know this because you're walking around, I understand, but you are dead. <laughs> you are dead in your sin. but there's hope, right? And then we give them the gospel. Mm. We, give them, we give them the good news, which I say, give them the gospel, as if the bad news is not a part of the gospel. That's actually a part of the gospel. <laughs> that, that's actually the full picture of the gospel, right? Yeah, that's, because that's right you know, the good news presupposes that there was some bad news. <laughs> and what was the bad news that you were condemned? That you, that you would be eternally separated from God because of sin, but God has made a way for you to be reconciled to him through his son, Jesus Christ. And it, I'm going to tell you, a lot, for a lot of us, you know, pull ourselves up by our bootstraps, that, that gift of God, that free gift of God, that gift that you cannot earn is sometimes difficult to accept. So people find all these different ways to be able to like, you know, because I did this and I did that. And so, of course, God should welcome me into heaven because we are uncomfortable with the fact that, nope, it's nothing that you did to earn that. Right. You believe Jesus did it. You believe you accept it. It gets applied to your debt. Done. The church is growing. Looking at the early church in Acts. But then something happens in Acts chapter 8. And and I want to focus on this. This is after um, Stephen is martyred. Remember this will
4: mm-hmm.
1: Stephen is martyred, and um Saul is there watching the clothes, you know and and then, in Acts chapter eight, the Bible clearly says that well, among other things that Paul is just ravaging the church, and this immense persecution heats up, right, and believers are scattering, yeah believers believers are scattering now in this particular situation. They are scattering because of specific persecution. It is specific persecution of the church. Mm -hmm. It is intentional. It is direct. But they are scattering nonetheless, right? And so what's amazing to me in Acts chapter eight, verse four, the Bible says, now those who were scattered went about Mm. preaching the word. Mm. So it's like, it's like (laughs) as they're running away, Mm. Guys, can you get a picture? I, I just want you to understand that the Bible is very intentional in yeah, the images yeah. and the pictures that are to be painted so that we can understand that we have such a rich faith. Yeah. We, we man, we have such a rich heritage. Like we we're not cowards. Mm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, I mean and and, and let me let me let, let me run that back here for a second. The Holy Spirit indwells us. Without him, we are cowards.
0: Amen. <laughs> Ask You're right. Peter.
1: Ask Peter. You're right. Right. Like the Holy Spirit gives us boldness. Right. So here we go. We have this Holy Spirit empowered move mm-hmm. where these people are being scattered. And as they're going, they're preaching the gospel.
0: And, and that, that's something to, to point out because think about it in real terms. Yes. You know, these are people that have been obviously captured by, yes. by God, you know, because that's they're right. fleeing. But they're still preaching. And so, you got, you know, when I read stuff like this, I ask myself, like, okay, what would I be doing Come as on I'm fleeing? Would right. I be spreading the gospel? Man, that's a, that's a real question, you know? But those who are captured by God, man, the word is in their mouths. And they're like, man, wherever we go, we're going to share this good news. It's, it's amazing, amazing to, to consider this, what, what's happening here.
1: Because you could think about it. So they have witnessed the martyrdom of Stephen. Mm-hmm. So they know what is and I don't even want to say they know what is possible. I want to say they know what is probable they know what is likely yeah they know what is likely so we we sometimes say and they know what's possible as if like you know maybe it wouldn't no they know what's likely <laughs> right. that's why in fact my friend they're running right that's that's why they're getting out of dodge that's mm. why they're leaving mm-hmm. right and so but the Lord uses this scattering and this is the mm. point that I'm making. The Lord uses this scattering, which you could, if guys, I just, sometimes I think of, mm. you know, eventually I think of like myself in the situation, just as you alluded to will the great. And I, and I think how, you know, I might be complaining a little bit, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I think I might be like, this is so uncomfortable,
0: mm.
1: you know, I, I think I might be like, Oh, you know, come on, you know, yeah. ah. and we got six but, children, but <laughs> <have> six children? <laughs> y- you understand Yeah. But, but there is something about having a hope that is beyond the current situation mm. that we're in mm. that allows us to as we go and even as we are going because of persecution to keep eternity in focus, to keep eternity in focus. Guys, and Lord, I'm going to tell us. you something, mm. Lord, please help us, because we in America will have to draw upon this remembrance. Mm these things are written for our learning that through the patience of the scriptures, we might have hope. Okay. So not just a hope for people in worlds that we don't live in, you know? (laughs) I mean, we, so that we might have hope. Yeah. And so even right now, even right now, as I, I think this toward our brothers and sisters in Ukraine and in Russia, I am keenly aware of the fact that I will have to draw up on the remembrance of this scripture in America. Mm. That as we are squeezed, as we are pressed upon, we could, you know, we could complain and we could tweet about it, you know, <laughs> or we could do the difficult work that Philip did, and we could preach the gospel as we go. Mm. We could preach the gospel, and, and, and you know, I think sometimes, sometimes we underestimate the power of the positions that we take on some of these things that that open the door for the gospel to be preached that show the integrity that is necessary in the preaching of the gospel that, okay, the words that you're saying can be trusted because you're obviously living this and it's obviously not comfortable for you. But here you go, as you go and you're suffering right now, as you go, you're preaching the gospel. That's what believers are doing right now in Ukraine and in Russia. Mm. And so you've got missionaries, you've, you've got believers who are some of them also crossing over into Poland And you know what they're doing? They're preaching the gospel as Mm -hmm. they go. Like they're like, okay, so the Lord is sending us here. So so the work doesn't stop. Mm. Anyways, Mm. the brothers hear about the work that the Lord is doing in Samaria. And then they send Peter and John down there. Like, hey, go pray for them. (laughs) They go down there, pray for them. They lay hands on them. Charismatics. They're filled with the spirit. They're like, come on, Miki, stay there. <laughs> All right, Aaron the Addisons, American Family Radio. We'll take a break and we'll be right back.
4: See, on the hill of Calvary, my Savior bled for me, my Jesus set me free. At those that give me life, grace flowing from His side, no greater sacrifice. What He's done, what He's done, all the glory and the honor to the Son, my sins are forgiven my future is heaven. I praise God for what he's done.
1: You just don't want to do a show today. you just <laughs> you just huh? don't want to program. You Come on. All of these songs you could let them run. like you could just <laughs> let them go. This is great music. Um, I hate to interrupt these people. Welcome back to Aaron the Addisons. <laughs> it's a, it's the equivalent of walking up as someone's facilitating worship and saying, "Excuse me, hey, I'm Mikey and I'm Will." <laughs> like, I mean, that's just out of place. Um, anyways, I I am Mikey though, and I'm I, Will. Hey, Will.
0: And that's uh, what he's done. Passion.
1: Amen. Oh. Amen. Um, Sherry B. and Jay Macron tap. I'm going to open the phone lines. I want to hear from you. We're talking about the church in the world, and we're talking about what the Lord does for His glory. Um, how we can pray for safety and for security. Um, We can pray for aid. We can pray for the Lord um, to come to the rescue of our Mm. suffering brothers and sisters. And look, and, and, you know, and not just to say that we don't um, pray for those who are suffering, who don't identify as Christians because right is right. And wrong is wrong. And for a country to be invaded Mm
4: -hmm.
1: by. um, Let's choose your words wisely. Nikki. (laughs) <laughs> okay by Putin for a country to be invaded by Putin <laughs> that's that also becomes an adjective that's a description right um it's wrong it's wrong like we were talking about this this weekend and, and like trying to make sense of it like can you imagine can you imagine like if the British were like hey um we're coming you know you guys started out as colonies <laughs> um you were ours mm. and then you rebelled you had this you had this you know this revolution you you you, you revolted um, but we're coming. You you are a part of us. So we're coming back. Now, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to just start with the original 13. That's all we want. That's all we want. Hmm. We want the original 13 colonies. That's all we want. Um, and then you guys can have everything else that you've set up after that. But we're just going to come and just reclaim. And then hmm. can you imagine, though? Can you imagine the other states like? you really think they're going to just stop like there and, you know, not try to, right. It's, it's it, it kind of, it's it's difficult for us to conceptualize that, right. It's difficult, but we try to put it in Mm. terms to where it can be easily understood um, (laughs) among our family members. Right. Like, so that you kind of can get a picture of what's going on. Um, But man, we need to, we need to be praying and we need to ask the Lord to glorify himself uh, in the midst of all of this. I will tell you there's 888-589-8840. Sorry. Mm. There's a number. 888-589-8840. We're talking about the church in the world. 888-589-8840. There's something else. You know, we were talking about how, um, you know, God's judgment sometimes doesn't look like what we think it will look like, you know. Um, Sometimes God's judgment, I'm I'm thinking even in terms of, you know, our own nation. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it looks like weak leadership. (laughs) Hmm You know, sometimes right. I think, you yeah. know, right? Like the yeah. Lord says, okay, so that's the kind of, that's what you want. You know, that's, that's what you're moving toward. And then I know there are some people who say, well, that's not what I voted for. That's not what I voted for. Right. But still the culture reflects a desire for it though.
4: Mm.
1: Now there may be some buyer's remorse or some thieves remorse, whatever. However, <laughs> you want to be like, I'm sorry, I stole that. Like that's just, okay, I'm sorry. Um, anyways. <laughs> But sometimes that's judgment, everybody knows what I'm talking about. everybody knows everybody knows. I know there are people who just get tired of talking about it, but everybody knows nobody thinks even even those who <laughs> believe that it was the outcome that they wanted i don't know why I feel the need to be cryptic, but nobody thinks <laughs> that that was duly like nobody nobody <laughs> even among those who were a part of it they don't i mean come on, yeah anyways, um all right. Eight 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 five eight nine eight eight four zero. Um, do we have phone co- calls queued yes, up? The yes, coming in. Can okay? Is yeah. Sherry still getting them queued up?
0: If you're ready, we can go to one. I am ready. All right. Well, let's go to Brother JT in Texas. Hi, Brother JT. Your friend. What? Well,
3: well, hello. <laughs> I don't. I don't mean to call too much, but but you guys have to know that you know. I told you on Friday that my wife was actually in uh ukraine and she's in a town called chrysan and mm-hmm. you know i'm a real brother i'm a real christian but this is something that i've never faced before either so mm-hmm. i have to i just want to let my brothers and sisters know that i'm strong but i am nervous so
4: mm-hmm. so Pariah is
3: what kind of like keep me going and and me being able to communicate with my family to let them know what i'm going through so that's the reason i'm calling so quick mm-hmm. again yeah, oh, yeah well jt man. can i ask yes. you what's
1: what's your wife's name
3: oksana oksana A-N-A, Oksana Lemons. Okay.
1: Oksana. Lord God, we lift up our brother JT to you right now, and we pray for his wife, Oksana. Mm -hmm. Right now, Lord God, who's in Ukraine. Lord, we rally around and we lift up, we undergird the body of Christ in Ukraine Mm -hmm. and in Russia, Lord God, and I can only imagine what our brother is experiencing. I really, truly can only imagine this. Mm -hmm. But, Lord God, I pray that you will comfort him. I pray that he will know and be comforted by the fact that praying is doing praying is doing and that he would give himself to intercession to standing in the gap on behalf of his wife and her family Mm. there in Ukraine. So Lord God, we call out Oksana's name. We mention her name to you and father, we pray for your protection. We pray for your protection and your encouragement. And Lord God, we pray that you will use her to Mm. advance your kingdom. And we ask this in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Brother JT, thank you so much for calling. We appreciate you. Uh, Will the Great? Where do we go next?
0: All right, let's go to Janice in Texas. Hi, Janice.
2: Hello. How are y'all? Hello.
0: I'm good. I,
2: hello. Yeah. I love y'all's program. Y'all are so sweet. Thank mm-hmm. you. Um, I'm in Texas, and I was just listening to Mickey. She was saying, "Well, what if, what if, uh, um, le- you know, the Brits came over and said, well, we just want the <laughs> thir- original 13 states. That's all.'" Well, I grew up in Texas here in Houston, and that's what Mexico is trying to do, you know. Mm. And Poor Abbott. A lot of us Texans are defending the southern border since they've quit building the wall. And, the, mm. and Mexico is trying to tell us, hey, you know, y'all took our, y'all really belong. That's our land.
4: And mm. they really are
2: trying to take it back, you know. <laughs> and Texas is down here defending our southern border. I'm sure they're thinking the same way over in California, but, you know. Um, we've got a week uh, uh you know a weak administration right now, and um i I really think we're we're seeing a lot of the things you know where that talks about in the Bible coming to fruition, but it is an opportunity. Where do we stand in the world? I see it you know like, man, we really need to be busy um the fields are bright, but the workers are few you mm-hmm. know to be mm-hmm. available for listen to God. For all those, I don't want anyone to perish. I'm part of a a, a, a recovery program, mm-hmm. and I have seen so many people die from um, disease, you know, from uh, addiction. Mm-hmm. And I know China's pumping fentanyl into the country. And I don't wish for anyone to slip away without Jesus.
4: Hmm. Mm.
1: Amen. Janice. Amen. I'm, I'm with you on that. And I, I'll tell you, um, near the end of your comments there, I couldn't help but thinking of this all out assault on those who bear the image of God, Yeah, you know, and the enemy's desire for our destruction. Um, because it really truly is a battle of kingdoms. And, and I don't know that people understand that we, now we have, Nations And we have national sovereignty and all of this is even the Lord's doing like mm-hmm. the Lord has determined boundaries like he has done this. Amen. But I think sometimes we um, we don't also understand that the Lord um, and excuse the expression sees eternity. Right. And so when you consider where the ultimate battle is, it is a battle of kingdoms. Satan wants to build his kingdom mm. and God is building his kingdom. Mm. And so that's what it is. And and we're in the crosshairs. Like if you go back to Job, I've talked about this before and then we'll go to the phone lines. If you go back to Job, um, when the Lord asked Satan what he's been doing, he says he's been going to and fro in the earth. And then God immediately says, if you consider my servant Job. And like, sometimes we just read that and we don't think like, you know, what what is that connection? Well, anyway, as you continue on, um, and I won't go too deep into the connection, but as you continue on, basically the enemy says, the enemy says to God that does, he asked the question, does Job serve you for no reason? Hmm. So, so what's the challenge here? The challenge isn't Job's challenge. The challenge is Satan's challenge on the worthiness of God to be worshipped by Job. He he only serves you because you've put like a hedge around him, you've you've blessed him. So really, it's not that you're worthy; it's just because of all that you've given. Really, he's just he's he's in it for what's in your hands. And so this is a challenge. Yeah. And so God says, "Challenge accepted," right? And and you can take all that he has. You can't take him. Mm-hmm. You can have you can take st- stretch out your hands and take all that he has, but you can't take him. Why is God doing that? This is this is not some sort of, um, you know, this is not some sort of twisted game. This is God saying, I am worthy. And I know that this man knows that I am worthy. Hmm. The, the challenge is between, well, I say between, but I want to be very um, specific here. Satan is challenging God. And so this war that we're in and where we see even people dying because of drug addiction and committing suicide, I cannot tell you. How many stories I've read recently of people taking their own lives? Yeah. I cannot tell you. And I and even just this weekend, as I was reading some of these news articles, I was think I was like, Lord, this is spiritual. This is spiritual. Because it's a battle of kingdoms and the time is short. Yeah. The time is short. All right, Will the Great, where do we go next?
0: All right, let's go to Autry in Louisiana. In Louisiana. Hi, Autry.
1: Hey guys, how
3: you doing? Can you hear me? Yes. Hello. Go ahead. Hey, listen, love you guys, uh, really do, uh, and, and piggyback what you said, Mickey. This is uh, these these people. Another uh, uh, the sister called these people are not weak. They're full of the devil. Mm. They're diabolical, and they know exactly what they're doing. Mm. It's not about weakness. It's not about stupidity. These people are being led by the adversary for real. Will. Mm. This is for you, my brother. Yes. we have to call for a long time, man. Look, brother, love you in the Lord, man. You guys have a great ministry, you, Mickey. You Look, but when, you, when you're when by yourself, brother, man, you are powerful. When oh, you're with yes. her, you are powerful. You never have to apologize for your delivery, bro. That's Praise. the one that God gave you. <laughs> Praise God. And if Thank you, you, you. <laughs> ever try to get out of that delivery, bro, you're going to be unsuccessful in the in the things mm. of God. So just keep doing what you're doing, bro. I'm proud of you, man. Thank
0: brother. you. I appreciate oh, that. Oh, that's Thank
1: such you. a blessing. I'm not going to be on the show tomorrow. There you go. There you go, Autry. It's going to be Tuesdays with Will, Thursdays with Will, Fridays with Will, Saturdays and go. Sundays gonna, with Will.
0: You going to mess, it, no, mess it up?
1: No, I'm. I matter. Okay, I'm a person too, Autry. Y'all, Stop. I am kidding, and y'all know that. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows Mika's just joking. Um, no, I think it's it's wonderful. Okay, can I say also that Autry has such a Louisiana name? Yes. I, I love has, the name.
0: That's, that's, that's Louisiana. I,
1: I I feel like I need to say it like Autry. Like, I feel like that's how you say your name. Okay. Anyway, thank you so much for calling in with that awesome Louisiana name. I just, it, I think your name actually means gumbo. I feel like, it, or boudin or something like that. Some kind of Cajun sausage. I feel like that's what your name is. Autry. All right. Anyway, Will the Great, where do we go
0: next? All right. Let's go to Lewis in Mississippi. Hi, Lewis. Hi, how you doing?
3: Hello. Doing good yeah, uh, I just, I kind of listen to you guys, and I've got to be honest, I'm I'm a little, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not uh, trouble, but I was a little taken aback by one of the things you were talking about when you're talking about a stolen election and that nobody believes that that thing was on the, the election was on the up and up. Nobody, and, you know, I feel like there's. Either being disingenuous, or you're speaking for people that you really don't have any business speaking for when you're saying those things, and it's very divisive sounding. How you? Okay.
1: So, are you you're saying that you believe it was a free and fair election?
3: Yes, I do. as do many, many, many millions of people, and you totally dismissed people uh, that it was uh, incomprehensible and to, to, to consider otherwise.
1: Okay, so so listen, let me say this, Lewis. So maybe my language there was a little hyperbolic. But let me ask you a question. Do you honestly believe that Joe Biden got more votes than Barack Obama? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, great. There you go. We disagree (laughs) on that. And that's fine. So so when I said nobody believes that that was a hyperbolic statement to make a point. (laughs) What I'm trying to say is that there are many, many, many people who have a problem with the results of the election, the pause in the tallying of the votes. We were all watching this. I don't know if anyone has ever seen. I don't know why I got so amped. I'm sorry, (laughs) it's not you. It's just I don't like to have my intelligence insulted. I cannot remember an election where votes are being tallied and then they stop. They yeah, that, stop for a period of time pretty strange. to regroup <laughs> and then usher other people out of these polling <laughs> stations. I'm sorry. I just, I don't, I don't, I'm okay if people choose to believe that. And I'm okay that, yes, okay, you go with the millions of people. But for the other millions, okay, <laughs> I just cannot have my intelligence insulted in that way. Um. Anyway. <laughs> All right, then. Church in the world. We're out of time. Until tomorrow, Lord willing.
0: God bless.